And we're live. Hey, we did it. Hello. Yo. <coughs> hey, how's it going, everyone? Hey. Alright. How are you guys? Not bad. Good. I'm excited for WandaVision tomorrow. Yep. Oh, is that launch tomorrow? Yep. Okay. Finally get back into the MCU. Looking forward to that. Sure. Hopefully it's good. We'll see. Yeah, I hope so. The, it's got a good Rotten Tomato score, but I feel like every TV show always has a good Rotten Tomato score, so you can't really go off of that. Yeah, true. So, so who knows? But it'll be nice to you know watch some MCU stuff again. It's been a it's been a whole year, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but what's Crazy. new with you guys? What have you been up to in the last week? Hmm. Nothing um, really. Nothing. Nothing new. Yeah, well, I guess cat, like the cat big was thing Brad is today. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Fucking cat. AGDQ ended last week. We didn't talk about it last week because Game of the Year show. But uh, okay. I watched a bunch of that, and then specifically Saturday, the final day was. I spent all day basically on the couch watching it. What were uh, some of the highlights? I wasn't following any of it. Uh. I mean, I don't know if there's any highlights for these ones because they're not in person. So no crazy big things like happen and they get tweeted out by everyone or anything. They're not as huge of an event because of COVID. For me personally, the thing I liked Saturday was a Castlevania block. So like that's kind of what got me started in it. And then it was just a good lineup of games for me. I kind of like this style more, more uh, intimate feeling like. The speedrunners all have their own setup at home or whatever, and it seems to run a little more, bit more on time. So I like it personally, but it's definitely not as big of a thing event-wise as it is. Like, I think they only raised $1.5 and usually they do that in the first uh, few days when it's an event. No, they broke two. Did they break two? Oh, yeah. does that include, like, the Yeti and all that other shit? Uh, uh, I mean, they, that's normally what happens. The Yeti normally donates their amount anyways. Yeah, two still nothing for that event at some point. It was doing way more before, but I mean, also a lot of money. People like COVID fucked a lot of people over financially, (laughs) so it's harder to get people to donate as well, just in general. But uh, yeah, it's been fun. Exact total. All right, cool. It's still any any like specific game run that you would shout out for people to look if they went back and wanted to look some something up. Oh, wow. <clears throat> What's up? 2.758 million. Oh, they added a uh, bit more. Nice. Yeah. That so they, is pretty big. They're close. They're close to three now. It's, I wouldn't be surprised if either in summer or next year they break three. Got a few people in the yeah. chat saying the blindfolded yeah, Mario 64 run was cool. That sounds cool. I hate that game, so I didn't watch it, but that sounds cool. Here, let's see. There's a Red Bull article on what runs to check out. Okay. A Red Bull article. Nice. Donkey Country Race. The Mario Brothers 35 Battle Showcase I heard was cool. Uh, Oh, yeah. There was that Donkey Kong, like, ROM hack that somebody did. That, like, Donkey Kong 2 that's harder or whatever. Somebody ran that, and that was neat. Uh, Mario Sick Bull and Coins Race. Sonic the Hedgehog 2013? What? Sonic 1 2013? What is that? 
Sonic 1 2013? I, I don't know. Is it it's a version of Sonic 1 that came Sonic out in 1. 2013 and has slightly different... Yeah, that's exactly what it is. ...physics? Probably. On, like, Xbox Live Arcade mm-hmm. or something like that? I, I don't know. Apparently there was a, a bunch of world records. People are saying it's the mobile port of Sonic 1. Oh, it's a weird, weirdly specific niche group to be a part of. This this is my favorite version of Sonic. It's the one on, on phones. Celeste, all seasides yeah. with a dance pad. Yeah, oh, so God. that's where I started. Saturday for me was Celeste, Castlevania 3, Castlevania Order of Ecclesia, uh, Curse of the Moon 2, Mario Bros 2, Meat Boy, Messenger, all in a row. Then I took a break, came back for Tazbot and Sekiro. And then uh, I missed the final stuff. Like, Saturday was huge for me, specifically. Uh, I really wanted to watch the Super Mario Bros. 35 thing, but I didn't. Maybe I'll, like, catch a a video of that or something, a VOD of that. For me, it started as soon as I was about to go live, so I'm just like, oh, come on. The one thing It's I like the one out. thing I wanted to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. It's a cool event still. I suppose. I'm also, I'm still looking here to see if there was anything I would call like crazy or anything, but for me it's just the stuff I know that I like and watching them is fun. So I wouldn't say anything was too too crazy. Right on. Well, hey, speaking of video games, top down perspective for uh January fourteenth, I'm Sean Booker. Paul Fleck. John Wheeler. <laughs> I was expecting a lot more dialogue for some reason, so it caught me off guard. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Why? What? Well, John, you're, you're the most ready, it sounds like, so what have you been playing? All right. Um, finished up Shantae and the Seven Sirens. Yeah, that, made my, that made my game of the year list, uh, obviously, when we did it last week, but I hadn't finished doing the 100% run on it, so I sure. wrapped that up. That was fun. That was good. Is it the best okay. one? Uh, no, but it's up there. Okay. I would probably still say Shantae and the Pirate's Curse is probably still the best one. Okay, cool. Good to know. Uh, That game, because this game is weird in that to get 100%, there's a lot, like you get a spell that lets you see hidden items. So you have to look around for hidden items a lot. You just have to kind of have a feeling like, okay, there's probably something hidden here. I should check. Or just every room you walk into, you do a check. It's just, it's annoying. That's probably the most annoying thing about it. But the game itself, it was fun. So, uh, so cool. wrap that up 100%. And the only other thing I played, honestly, uh, was something I was playing for stream anyways. So uh, this week for game clearing, I started a game called Mighty Gunvolt Burst. And these are games <coughs> that your a, in- subscribers are sent submitting to you and you have to pick from that right yeah so so the way this year's game clearing plan works is that i suggest the first game subs suggest the second game and then mods suggest the third game so this is the mod suggestion oh okay uh, so you're already my, you're my already choice finished three yeah. games or you're on the third game now i'm on the third game now yeah okay right on yeah so we've already i picked castlevania chronicles uh subs picked evoland one and uh, one of my mods picked Mighty Gunvolt Burst, so I'm playing through Mighty Gunvolt right now. Uh, nice. That game is basically Mega Man, but if you had the ability to make your own type of attack, which is actually really neat. 
So there's all these modifiers you can pick up through the stage that change how your shot works. Like you can give it homing capabilities. You can up the damage on it. You can make more bullets appear. You can make it auto fire. You can change the shape of it, the size of it. You can change if it works like a shield or if it just like splits like a shotgun shell, if it reflects off walls, like all these crazy like combinations to it. It's really fun. Uh, you just have to like grind the game a little bit to get cost points to actually make them affordable because otherwise you would just make the most powerful weapon right away and just be done. Sure. <clears throat> yeah. The game has a bunch of uh, characters in it as well. You start with, I think, just the th- three or it might just be the two and it just happened to have the uh, d- free DLC for the third. And there's like another seven characters you can add to it. So there's ten characters total and they all play different. Nice. Nice. So we're so our playthrough on stream, we're playing as Beck, which basically means it's basically we're playing Mega Man. He works exactly sure. like Mega Man, but he has a oh, midair okay. dash. You didn't want to try someone like wildly different from Mega Man? I left it up to the audience and uh, the game itself even says if it's your first time playing and you want to see like the most variety in your attacks, pick Beck. And okay. that was what oh, okay. I cared about more was how crazy the weapons get. So, Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other than that, everything I've been playing in my spare time can't talk about yet, so uh, that's all I've been playing. Oh, secrets. Okay. Uh, Paul? Uh, I played Hidden My Game by Mom, or Mom Hid My Game, depending on if you want the English actual translation or the weird broken uh, Japan English on the phone. Uh, the fourth chapter one. or whatever. A, 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 nine times out of ten. Yeah. Uh, so I played through that. It was okay. I guess. Did, Did you, you get past it? someone <laughs> submitted the answer to me on Twitter? Thanks again to that guy. Um, Cause I had no idea. Did you get through it? Totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, the 27, I just w- w- could not understand what they were asking of me. Which one was 27? It's the word association one. Oh, that's a word game. The yeah. That's all the hint is. The it's letter. like a word game. What? It's There's lots of the- word games. The wor- word game specific. is the first the first letter and the last letter lead into the next. Right. Word. I wish it had said that. Like if that if that's the case. OK, I can figure that out. Don't don't give me the hint of it's like a word game. Like what? <laughs> <All right. laughs> it's, not, it's not helpful. So, yeah, I spent uh, maybe, I don't know, an hour or whatever doing that. However long yep. those games take usually. Yep. The the hardest one for me was uh, the weird like timing based ones where something's happening and you have to do another thing while that's happening oh, to okay. do it because it's just sure. kinda, I mean specifically it's one where mom's in the closet and you have to mm. like do a magic trick to like get her out of there or whatever and it was that's just a, that's that timing a classic classic conundrum classic yeah that thing's still fine. <laughs> it's the right price of free so it's yeah definitely worth <laughs> I, that I would me, pay. For sure. Up to like two dollars for each one of those, I think. To get rid of all the ads and stuff, I totally would too. Yeah. Oh sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, if, if you I could, play like... offline, it, it doesn't do ads. Oh really? It, like, it, like yeah, because I I had first played <laughs> offline for no no, I don't even know why it was for some reason it, it was like unable to connect to the server, so it had like had me in an offline mode, so it wasn't giving oh. me any ads. And then when I got home. It like connection on the Wi-Fi or the next time I played it and I was like, oh, here's all yeah. the ads. So, yeah, if you can just, I don't know, go in airplane mode, it has it, it can't serve you them. Oh, OK. Wow. <clears throat> life tip. Life hacks for hitting my game by mom players. Good to yep. know. Good to MLG know. strats. Uh, next, I completed Cyberpunk. That game is completely done. And nice. well, 
asterisk. Uh, that being that there's two missions that me, along with thousands of other people, can't finish because they're glitched. So and I'll go back when those glitches are fixed, maybe, and finish those two side quests up. And then another one that um, I locked myself out of because I hated one of the characters, so I fucking murdered them. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and all that's all the cyberpunk glitches is actually part of the game. And they reveal that like a year from now. So mm. I did have this weird like <laughs> meta thought that there was something going on with that. No, it's just me. That's just making excuses for their ineptitude. Uh, yeah, no, I can sure. still completely broken. Those endings are okay. Uh, one or two of them are pretty decent, but they're pretty much the same ending over and over again in different ways. It's kind of lazy. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm done with that game for now. When they release the free DLC, if they ever do, I'll probably revisit it. Uh, we'll talk about it later, but they have an interesting roadmap of we'll do things, I guess, uh, for this year. So we'll see I mean, what that means <laughs> for that yeah, game. This late, I'm, I'll am i just wait for that first patch, at least. Like, there's no real reason to like, play yeah, it right now. There was news today of like apparently the first big patch that's supposed to fix a lot of stuff is supposed to come out soon, like this week or something. I don't nice. know. They... There's been little patches since then for PC, but I think most people are waiting for those console patches that make that game playable for them and, like, fix a lot of the problems. So we'll see. Uh, I started Sakuna of Rice and Ruin this week, though, also. This is a cute little side-scrolling game from, I think, Exceed uh, developers. Yep. Uh, that is a side-scrolling beat-em-up in com like harvesting game so the combat is you is like a side-scrolling platform game where like a metroidvania type thing where you go into different areas to collect items like wood and grains and meats and stuff like that and uh attack enemies and like clear them out and do like little objectives like that but then at your home hub area you grow rice and you have to, like, plant the seeds and harvest the rice, dry the rice, and then, like, I can't remember what the term is, but, like, you shuck them Eat and then, the rice. Like, yeah, everything with the rice. It's, uh, it's weird. <laughs> it's a weird little game. It's fun. It's time-consuming. Uh, there's too much story at the beginning for me. Like, it's very front-end heavy of these, a lot of, like, characters talking when all i want to do is play the game but then when i got into the game itself it's super fun uh just a little collect-a-thon with uh some weird story stuff going on where you are playing the a god daughter of two gods the god of uh warriors and a god of like harvesting or whatever so of course you're like perfect for this thing you were kicked out of the god's capital for story reasons for doing some weird mischievous shit wait are you, you were sent I, to this island of demons you a god daughter or a, like a daughter of gods daughter of gods well okay. you are also a god okay by, but you're not like this god's goddaughter you're not a god daughter no okay all right no. <laughs> yeah exactly uh, i need to get a bit, a bit further into it i only put in about three hours so far so i've only seen the very beginning of the game essentially 
Um, I'm playing it on Switch, but it's also on PC and probably other stuff as far as I know. I haven't really looked into it. Uh, it's cute. It might be something up somebody's alley if you're looking for just kind of a time waster game. Uh, again, that's Sakuna of Rice and Ruin. And then, of course, this week, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. The game came out, so I've been the playing The complete that. edition. The complete edition, sure. Right. So I'm I've been playing, playing that, that too. Okay. I loaded uh, it up before the podcast and then realized I didn't want to play it and turned it off. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... It's I'm here to say know, that game is bad. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah, agree game, that it's game bad. The game's aged poorly. I No, I th- I think everything else just is better. Uh it's old. It's an old game. They haven't done anything obviously to update it. I'm it still like I like Scott Pilgrim. Uh I like the music in that game is fucking fantastic still, but like I kind of don't care because I can listen. I've been listening to that music for ten years on like Spotify and YouTube and playlists. Like I have that music, so I didn't need like a reason to go back into it. As a beat 'em up, it's like it's it's bad. fine, but it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not good though. Like Fight and Rage is off that we talked about is way way better. Uh, I mean, I like Streets of Rage four way way better. I like most of the I think I in, I preferred the Battletoads combat to this. Oh, um, I disagree with that. I but find I this combat, combat. <laughs> so slow. The characters move slow. Half the time they don't run when I want them to run. Uh, yeah, I feel you like gotta, everything you level I level them up. Everything I do in this game, I feel like it. I am having to like muscle my way through the action. Um Hmm. How much do you play of this game? I'm curious before like now. I, I, I couldn't tell you. I played through it when it came out. That was okay. 10 years ago. So, yeah, I, you know, I yeah. So, like, I, I guess the thing for me is that it's fun to go back still to that. I knew what I was getting into. I know, like, specifically, John and I have played this game together and separately hundreds of hours worth of time uh, for different yeah. things. And like. Yeah, like, so I knew what I was getting into, and it's that again, and that's fine. It's totally fine for me. I think if you were excited for this game, you might be let down, especially if you haven't played it before. It is very old feeling, and there are better, cheaper options than it out on the market right now. Uh, I guess the one thing I should I should be able to talk about that I haven't tried yet is I don't know how the online is, other than I have to I've connect heard- your... Ubisoft terrible. Account? Yeah, let me let me tell right. you. They did not bad. do any updates. Um, yeah, I haven't been tried playing the it. online. The online was I, bad on the PS3 for what it's worth. When they it was bad on the that. 360 because it got, it got like coded in like a couple years after the game came out. The online came so, with the Wallace DLC. Yeah, and we were looking into it as we we're playing. I've only played this online. Um, at at first it ran, it was doing okay. We would go into a shop. And it wouldn't let us leave. That was kind of annoying. We got three mm-hmm. stages in. And that's when we finally died. The fact that it doesn't like rev- giving you any extra health or anything between stages was annoying. Yep. <laughs> um, mm. It's just a brutal game in that regard. Then <clears throat> we're like, okay, let's go back because now we have some money. Let's go back to the first stage. Go buy some of the, the upgrades from there. And yeah. it did this weird thing where it like 
it like separated our games. So like I was trying to like proceed to the right and my buddy's over there fighting the air and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm, I'm fighting the guys. And I'm like, there's no one here. And that kept happening for us back and forth. So it, it kind of made like two instances of it. However, it, w- it didn't completely split our games because we couldn't proceed until both of us had cleared our screen. So they were still tied together in some way to the what? point where every now and then it was just like, no, nah, you just can't go on. And that's when we finally said, I think, I think we're done for the night. Um, other mm. stuff of like constantly pausing my game saying, hey, you're having like a bad connection. So stuff might be weird, but not disconnecting me. So I'm just sitting there going like, am I good? I'm just, I'm going to keep playing. Am I good? Now I know maybe I'm not good. Maybe I'm playing this weird alternate dimension version of this co-op game. Yeah, oh. the online's not great. Bummer. No, the online was bad back then, and it sounds yeah. like they didn't make any changes to it, which is a bummer. That's kind of the one thing that they needed to do for this, right? Is make good online. That's the one thing they really needed to do. <laughs> well, I, th- I feel like the one thing they needed to do was bring it back to be purchasable, because everyone's always just complaining, why is it not, why can't I buy it? That's, why, just, be- why that's just because people complain. The people that complain they couldn't buy it haven't bought this. Like. Let's that's what i'm wondering is like kind of who who is this game for like uh me i've been having an okay time with it i like playing this game solo and uh i like that it's on my switch now so that if i want to play it with somebody we could like just do that easily <laughs> i guess i, I still think this i will say fine. like it's it's only 15 bucks which is great i was actually surprised it was that cheap i wouldn't have been surprised if this had come out for like 30 dollars if it was an actual like remastered version of this game or uh, updated in any way but it's just really not and and sure. i honestly like i just don't think it's it's in, like it feels good to play yeah i just don't agree uh but there are better games to play like if you want an actual good beat em up you should be playing stuff like fight and rage just straight up you yeah. should be yeah uh i heard river city girls gets this formula down for a modern age i haven't played that one yet um, I would argue River City Girls has well, actually, River City Girls has I think a bunch of the people that worked on this on it. Yeah, so that's not the most surprising. Also, it yeah, River City Girls has a little bit of stiffness to it that would be reminiscent of this, but it definitely has sure. a better flow. The combat has a better flow there. Sure, yeah. Uh, as a Scott Pilgrim fan and as somebody who's put out hundreds of hours into this game, it's that again, and it's fine for me. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody new. I guess that's like my final thought on it. Yeah, I almost feel bad for all the people who maybe didn't play that first one. Just saw like the weird swell online of people complaining that you can't buy it and you got to play it because it's the best thing ever. Where is it? Why can't you play it? And they're like, oh, sweet. Now I can play it. And then they're just I bet they're just confused. Like, this is what you guys have been yelling at people about for. A I decade? think this would still be super fun if you like lived in a dorm room with three other people or something. I could play it on a console. It's. I think it would still be fun, but there are definitely better options out now, for sure, for yeah. this type of game. That's all I've been playing. All right, I uh, I beat Super Lucky's Tale this week. It does the cool thing where when you beat the game, it gives you an extra world of like challenging stages to platform your way through. So that's always great okay. to see. And that was super nice. So I thought, hey, I'm done Super Lucky's Tale, or I'm done new Super Lucky's Tale. Why don't I play Super Lucky's Tale? I'll go back and play yeah. the first one. This is this was you can definitely tell this used to be a VR game that they <laughs> made flat. <clears throat> okay. Because you don't get much control over the camera. They want you looking at it in one direction. 
and all the like uh, speech bubbles are like volumetric and will like pop up and you can like kind of rotate around and see the speech bubble. Like it is it is definitely like a weird holdover. It is not as good as New Super Lucky's Tale. It runs worse. It looks a lot worse. It, it's just a it's just an older version of that game that they kind of did a really good job making a sequel to. So I'll probably still play through this one because it's just enough of that formula that it's like scratching that itch that I enjoyed from new Super Lucky's Tale. But either way, they're both on Game Pass, so they're free. Why not? Uh, I think you should just play new Super Lucky's Tale. And if you really liked it, there is technically more lucky to play, but it's it is a little rough for sure. Okay, uh, I played I played through a game called One Leaves, um, I- which is a free game only in America. <laughs> As for whatever reason, you can't get it unless you're on an American IP address. This is like the concept is you're kind of in like a speed run game. It's like you and and three other people are trapped in this like horror house and you have to like quickly run through the puzzles and the weird gross you know hospital environment yada yada and try and outrun these other three people to escape only one gets to leave and then you find out at the end of the game the reason only one gets to leave and there was like smoke in the area and there was like weird gross teeth and like you know it's an anti-smoking game. Yeah. It's an anti-smoking game, and three out yeah. of four teens who start smoking uh, will get cancer from it. Wow. This, cool. Yeah, this is a weird thing, but it's a free game, at least on the Xbox. Um, I will say, it's been a long time since I played just a free game found on the Xbox Live Store. You know, I'm thinking of stuff like Yaris. Yeah. I'm thinking of, like, Hexic HD. Yeah. Um, this looks better than them. This is it's also been like a decade and a half since I played ERS on the 360. So, of course, it looks better. Uh, this game sucks. It's sure. bad. Uh, yeah, I am kind of surprised how much they hide the anti smoking message until the end of it. Um, like if they didn't have the little like pop up in VO at the end about trying to quit smoking and how three out of four teens won't be able to quit smoking. It could just be a bad horror game with some easy puzzles in there. Um, cool. But it's an anti-smoking game that you can play if you're in the United States. I don't know. Nice. That's one leaves for you. If you if you have a if you have 20 minutes of free time and you want to waste it. There you go. True. Um, and then, yes, I've been playing Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, so that's pretty much all I've been playing. Let's do some news. A lack of it. Yeah, some stuff happened. Hogwarts Legacy, that Harry Potter game. Yeah, they released an uh, official announcement. I'll just quickly read it. We'd like to thank fans from around the world. Tremendous reaction to the announcement of Hogwarts Legacy or Port Key, uh, from our Port Key Games label. Creating the best possible experience for all Wizarding World games fan, gaming fans is paramount to us. So we are giving the game the time it needs. Hogwarts Legacy will be released in 2022. Sure. That's okay. It. Yep. That's it. Uh, in more exciting news. With less information, uh, Indiana uh, Jones game is, has been teased. <laughs> being um, developed 
by Machine Games, who yeah. have been doing the Wolfenstein games recently, which I think lines up pretty nicely. I can't think of two characters that hate Nazis more than BJ Blazkowicz sure. and Indiana Jones. So. Machine Games is the anti-Nazi game studio, for sure. Yeah, so. that's a... Sure. What what would this game even be besides Uncharted? Well, it is a wholly original standalone tale set in the height career of the famed adventurer, Lucasfilm said in a statement. That definitely narrows it down. Yep. It's going to just <laughs> sure be Uncharted, does. right? Like, I can't wait for like, people to just be like, I can't believe they ripped off Uncharted. I can't. Oh, wait it's going to happen. It's straight up going to happen. <laughs> this is just another Tomb Raider. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. Did right? we like, did we also mention the fact that uh, for some reason Lucas Games exists again now? Yeah, no, we have not mentioned that yet. Um, which this is like, I guess, the first game with the logo kind of in the uh, in the trailer of it. I don't know. I, no, I don't worry. I the second question one will be talked about though. a little bit later on the list. I saw. What would you do? To make an, a new Indiana Jones game so that it doesn't just seem like Uncharted. How would you make it like how would you make it an like an Indiana Jones? Property? I would make it like Tomb Raider instead. True. Like a male Tomb Raider. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's that. Uh, hmm. What can actually make it different? I don't actually know <laughs> what I would do. I feel like you could do like the research part of things like the actual because he's a professor. So you could work that in there somehow. But I feel like that might that's yeah. a tenuous line to walk. Yeah, I don't even know what that would be besides like the Batman vision from de- like detective mode. You remember that one? I guess. Yeah. Like, would you do that? I'd make it like Castlevania is my favorite comment. Mm. I agree. Everything should just be like he's already got the whip. Thing. So, I mean, you're already like halfway there. Exactly. Like, you can already see the, like, Uncharted, you know, um, Crash Bandicoot style, him running a- to the camera from a boulder, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Like, it just yep. works. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, that's true. Also, is it Harrison Ford? Probably not, oh, yeah. right? You oh, think they like, get Harrison Ford for it? Uh, no, probably not, actually. Sorry, I-, I was confused. I thought you meant, like, the character. Like, is it Indiana Jones, the character, versus... Whatever the fuck just his Harrison name Ford, was, the Shia actor the playing. <laughs> yes, I, I, you know what? I would play that. I would play a, uh, an Indiana Jones game where you actually just play as Harrison Ford. I think that'd be great. Sure. Yeah. Just, just, just an old but man. No. It's a pre-order bonus. It's, it's definitely going to have a different VA because I don't even think Harrison Ford has he ever done any game voice work? I think he's done. I don't know. I think he's done at least one of the Indiana Jones games in the past. Do you I think it like looks like he young was Harrison on Ford? This, they, young Harrison Ford? Maybe. Like, do they model after him? Or do you think they model after Nolan North? It's definitely going to be young Harrison Ford. Yeah, okay. Or do they, do they model it after Shia LaBeouf? Ugh. Gotta hope <laughs> that not. would be funny. That'd be funny, <laughs> but I, I hope they don't. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. I don't know. What what do I want from Indiana Jones? I want I want a goofy thing where he just he just about loses his hat, but then he like puts his hand in there and he grabs his hat. That's want, the opening wanna, sequence for sure. Yeah, I want 100%. one of those for sure. I want something about him not liking snakes. Uh-huh. Um but like I would love it if he kind of took that too far, like a like a 
like a guy brush Threepwood kind of just like he makes too big a deal about these snakes mm-hmm. and he's comically running around. <clears throat> oh, the snakes, the snakes. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like, yeah, he is just like, no, no way. And like runs out of the frame. And then it leads to like the damsel in distress to like roll her eyes or something. Do you want do you think there's any face melting? It is machine games. Maybe. So that's another thing. Machine games, typically they do first person games. So do you think this is going to be first person? First person whip combat, baby. Yeah, what would that would look? That, I don't think that would be very good. I don't no, know, no. It's going to be it, like it probably is going to be third person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird thing. Okay. I, I guess we'll wait to see. Um, next story here. Paul hinted at earlier is CD product red came out and from what I understand, I didn't watch the whole five minute video, but threw QA under the bus and blamed everything on them. Was that kind of the general vibe of all this? Um, oh, I don't, I, also said, I don't care. That's what, what I saw going around. <laughs> yeah, I that's, kind of what they said they also said we're never going to do crunch again which <gasps> <gasps> don't <gasps> hold your breath i'll yeah that's never happening um and they had a roadmap which i think is in the video so i have to try and like scrub to find it it's in that ah, that's, that's why i saw actually. that video going around oh, i saw that image thing? going around for the roadmap and it was like being memed the hell so the roadmap is that they released a bunch of hot fixes, and then in 2021, multiple updates are going to happen. Yeah, yeah. along yeah. with free DLCs and free next gen console update. Yeah, I was actually kind of surprised to see how late in the horizontal line that is 2021 the free next gen console update is. I mean, here, okay, here's the thing: I would love to see some dates. That's just them yeah. walking into another trap of having to delay from yeah. those dates, right? They're not doing that ever again. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if CD Projekt Red adopted a, a Nintendo-esque model of it's live now when it's actually live as a, and just never mentioning a date. They should do that. Yep. Um, they fucked up. So, yeah, I don't know. There's, a, there's not much news here. No, until I, I see improvement, fuck CD Projekt Red. <laughs> Like, just fuck them until they prove it. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of speaking of stuff, I wish they would just say, it's live now. I'm going to jump a couple stories ahead. New Pokemon Snap is coming April 30th, which when I saw the tweets this morning when I woke up, I was like, oh, is it out? Oh, no, it's out in like three months. <laughs> Crap. I was mm-hmm. hoping it was going to be like, surprise, we dropped it at 5 a.m. Yeah. Or like next week or something. Yeah. Still some time out. Yep. Yep. Yeah. April 30th. Uh, speaking of Nintendo, Bowser's Fury trailer. They kind of showed up what the new stuff's going to look like. I Man, I wish they would just sell the new stuff. That looks so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, interesting. I was surprised that it wasn't just a cheap add-on thing and it looks like a thing. I still kind of don't know what it is, honestly, but I guess that's part of the, uh, the allure of finding sure. it for yourself, right? Yeah. Uh, the trailer they released basically made it look like a uh, like an open world kind of adventure mode that uh, just randomly mm-hmm. has like a timed event that happens of Bowser trying to murder you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mentioned in the chat, Mario goes Super Saiyan. That's always, I'm always a fan of that. So, 
Yeah, like it made yeah. me go like, maybe I should. But then it's like, I, no, I'm already played through this game. I don't need to play through it again. Um, I wish they would just release the new stuff in like as like a fifteen dollar thing. Like, I would pay for that in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Ubisoft is going to develop a new Star Wars game with Lucasfilm yes. Games. Yes. There's not a whole lot of info. No, I guess the big takeaway from this is that EA did not renew their kind of exclusive contract, which I believe ends in 2023. Right. Um, And I have to assume EA Mm -hmm. was probably happy to get let that go, considering they canceled more Star Wars games in the last few years than they put out. Yeah. Uh, So they're probably more than okay with washing their hands of that. I'm sure both companies are okay with it. Yeah, yeah. oh, of of course. Jedi Fallen Order, though, that's games. That game's fun. And and just this last week, we didn't have this in the list, but since we're talking about it, they released the next gen updates for it. Um, so those run even better now. Also, Battlefront Two is free on Epic right now too. So yeah, Uh, I think oh, is it Battlefront Two? I thought it was Squadrons for some reason that was free, but I guess it's Battlefront Battlefront Two. Battlefront Celebration Edition, whatever that means. Woo. Yeah, I mean, another adventure is fun. I'm sure Ubisoft will do something that what they do. <laughs> Maybe it's a Far Cry game. It's Star Wars. Uh, it's probably Wars. a Far Cry game. I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I'd play that. Yep, I would too. It's predictable, but I'd play it. <clears throat> All right, this was given to me by... The Discord. Um, Netflix is ending their service on Wii U and 3DS officially fully this summer. Uh, those apps were taken off the store at the end of December, apparently, but you can still re-download them if you ever downloaded them before. Thank God. If you still use yeah. the 3DS as Netflix still app, there. please write in. I would love to hear about that. <laughs> and why. Sure. Do you think there's any actual what? 3D content on Netflix that you can take advantage of with the 3DS? No. Yeah, I don't it think probably so. was at the time. Really? Yeah, I think there was something. Okay. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but maybe. So I know the YouTube app had that, so I would have figured that the Netflix one would have had something. I just hmm. I would just assume the YouTube app has everything. Because it's YouTube. I don't know. Uh, another one from the Discord. <laughs> this this one's just weird. This is Madden weird. is doing a SpongeBob thing crossover. Yeah. Uh, Have you? Did you guys actually look into this? I watched the I trailer. Didn't look into it. I watched the trailer. Yeah. Because they had announced this like a few days prior, or actually maybe closer to like a week prior, and I, I sent it to a friend. And our guesses were. Do they put are they putting Sweet Victory in it? Like, are they putting the Bubble Bowl theme like that song in in Madden? I, I think that was actually confirmed. Like they were going to do the halftime show in there as well. Oh, really? Because that's not in the trailer. Oh, um, I thought that was confirmed somewhere then, but I guess maybe I'm wrong. No, you know I, what I'm s- confusing it with? Uh, Nickelodeon, the channel aired a football game and they kept cutting away to, to Spongebob and Bikini Bottom like cheering oh, yeah. whenever a team would score and stuff like that. Okay. I think that's yes. what I'm confusing what, it with. What also Nickelodeon did is anytime there was a touchdown, they would spray slime. the touchdown air, yeah. slime it with CG slime 
for people watching it, which sure, why not? <laughs> that would make me turn a football game on, go, huh, and then turn it off. <laughs> which is still more football than I currently watch. Anyway, what is Maiden actually doing with SpongeBob? Uh, like costumes, you can kind of look like you're wearing a Patrick Star. Yeah, like uh, they say inspired by, uh, so that just means the colors are wacky. Also, it looks like the field has SpongeBob SquarePants and Nickelodeon stuff all over it. And then around it is uh, his house and like just stuff from Bikini Bottom and a giant SpongeBob blimp and shit like that. Yep. Weird. Marketing. Well, there's a Venn diagram somewhere out there that uh, people are very excited that are right <laughs> in the middle there. They're very, very small, but very happy Venn diagram. Yep. Uh, another one from the Discord. Slay Aspire is getting a board game uh, Kickstarter soonish this year. So maybe keep your eyes out on that if that sounds interesting to you. Personally, this sounds terrible to me. I don't care about this at all. But uh, really? why? What? Yeah. It's based off of it's a deck building game. Why would this not work as a physical deck building game? Because I don't like physical deck building games. I'd rather just play the game Aww. and not have to worry about cleanup or any of that bullshit. I guess I get that oh. logic, but yeah, no, I love deck building games. This sounds awesome. Yeah, this seems like a slam dunk to me. I don't think I would do it because, I, again, I, I have the digital one. That one works fine, but like I enjoy deck building games for sure. I would not choose this version over the digital version. <clears throat> well, I don't know. This deck, this physical one apparently has co-op. I don't want co-op. I one don't to four players. Sure. No, that sounds fun to me. I will keep my eyes uh, on this. This one sounded interesting to me also through the Discord. Um, so apparently Lego Island back in the day, the creators of it, Mindscape, they did this shitty thing of um, fired their own staff to avoid paying them bonuses after that game did very well in 1997. Uh, and the bigger thing here is that the Lego group, the official Lego group has a podcast called Lego Bits and Bricks, and they talk about that uh, Lego Island thing. And the bigger thing is that I started listening to this to just hear like what that a podcast about Lego sounds like. And it started off with a disclaimer saying, uh, disclaimer, this podcast episode uses wrongful terminology when describing Lego products because somebody says Legos instead of Lego and that you should never call the people that make Lego Lego themselves. You should call them the Lego group. So there's a disclaimer on their podcast that if they, in that podcast episode, use wrongful terminology when discussing Lego, and I think that's hilarious. Uh, that podcast sounds kind of interesting to me, though. I'm going to check that out uh, later on. I kind of want to hear what people close to the Lego group and the industry of Lego in general have to say weekly. I don't know like how often these shows are on, but... Weekly. Uh, I'm assuming they're just going to talk about, like, here's a new Lego Ninjago set that was announced. Let's do a deep See, dive. See, I would assume so, too. But then why pieces. would they do a deep dive on the Lego Island scandal where that company fired all their employees to avoid paying them proper wages? <laughs> it's kind of weird. Uh, maybe nothing's come out in a little bit, so they got to talk about something in the Lego universe. I don't know, man. Yeah, they're... Episodes are episode zero uh, from zero to six right now. 
uh, introduction, Minecraft, Fluid Play, Holiday Special, Lego Island, which is what this person is writing in about specifically, Unity, and Lego Builder's Journey. These actually sound super interesting to me, so... So Lego Builder's Journey is the name of the that Lego game from Apple Arcade that is pretty great and kind of it was totally slept on because that is just a special game. Sure. So. Yeah. Shout out to Apple Arcade. That sounds interesting to me. So I'm going to check that out. Uh, all right. The last two new stories I added. Minecraft Earth is shutting down in June which is the AR Minecraft Pokemon Go-like game. I'm surprised it's shutting down this soon. Yeah. But anyway, that's a thing. Weird. Um, And then this last one, this is another kind of old story because we didn't do news last week. Epic Games bought a shopping mall and is converting it into their new headquarters. Uh, What? (laughs) That makes sense. I think it makes sense too. Anyway. Yeah, shopping malls are dying, so like I'm assuming this is going to happen more and more. I guess kind of the real question is, do you think they convert the inside, or is it just like, oh, all the QA people work out of the hollowed-out footlocker, and they keep <laughs> the name of each store? And if so, what store would you want to work out of? A food okay, court. I see. Just a, just a food court. <laughs> just like an empty d- table in the food court? Yeah, it's just one of those uh, Zbaros. Like, see, I think they actually keep the food court as is because a lot of like big, you know, tech companies already kind of have their own food court. So I, I would assume they actually leave the food court alone and, and just like, yeah, we, we bought ourselves a Dairy Queen. <laughs> or sure. Whatever. It's got nothing in it, happening. but we bought it. Uh, this is happening in Cary, North Carolina. They bought a 980,000 square foot site. Jesus. Um, they're actually pretty close to this area already, so I guess they just wanted a bigger one. I wouldn't be surprised if this doesn't happen more and more, because, yeah, malls are dying. I'm sure COVID's not helping malls in any way. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. Where would I want to work out of? I'm assuming I anything think- that sold, like, soap and stuff would probably be stuck Ooh. with that smell forever. Ugh, so yeah, I wouldn't no, want to no, do thanks. that. Hmm. It'd be like a fun one. What about like a Spencer's Gifts? Toys so, every, us. so if you so if you come out of like a with a with a white shirt, the, you're just glowing the whole time. Uh huh. <laughs> Those still exist. I haven't been in a mall in ages now. Those honestly. definitely still exist. Where yeah. are, else are people going to buy Goku memorabilia and a vibrator? Hot topic. Sure. <laughs> sure. That's somebody, why somebody I meant like the Spencer still exists. I thought Hot Topic just took over, like how San Francisco the store used to exist, and then Spencer's kind of ran them out. Oh, I totally forgot about the San Francisco thing. That's sure. Yeah, that's basically the world. Sa- did. Spencer's did take over San Francisco. <clears throat> I feel like Hot Topic actually kind of like oh, there's a bunch of like knockoff Hot Topics down here called like Lunchbox and stuff, where it's basically just like nerd shit, <laughs> nerd. <laughs> Which is what Hot Topic is at this point. Like you go in and he's like, "Oh, here's your here's your Naruto section. Here's here's old band tees." Because yeah, you were definitely alive when the Ramones were around, kid. Um, yeah, yeah. Here's 
there's definitely like an avatar section and then you know you got like an mcu section now that now there's a bunch of these kind of stores like lunchbox and it's like yeah here's here's your naruto here's your harry potter section you know here's my hero it's just yeah it's kind of just nerd shit and and every and the walls are all funko pops obviously uh-huh Box lunch. That's what it's actually called. Box lunch. There's a bunch of these things. I don't know, man. I would want to work out of an old abandoned Santa's workshop setup that they had okay. made. Um, I want to sit right on a, in a sleigh, put my computer and my desk in the sleigh. Where we're at with all those fake snow. Working like a build a bear or something. Just. Somewhere where I could like take a nap on the ground because there's just stuffed shit everywhere would be nice. Sure, that's probably one of the dirtiest floors everywhere though with all the kids though. Oh, it doesn't matter. You gotta sleep somewhere when you're doing crunch. Yes. Anyways, that's the thing. You guys miss malls? No. Do you think you will miss malls when malls are totally gone? Yeah. Yeah. Where are teens gonna hang out? Uh, that's gonna do it for news. Um, let's do some questions. The, if you want to send a question in, it's top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. Uh, I'll read this first one from Kevin. How much money should I carry in my wallet? For the sake of context, I live in the GTA, which I'm assuming is greater Toronto area. area. Yeah, oh, maybe yep, I'm just right. Canadian. And nope. there's definitely a bigger place in the States that starts with T. I live in the Grand Theft Auto. That's what I read it as immediately first, but yeah. I'm going to assume he lives in a city. Some kind of big yeah. city. How much yeah. money should you carry in your wallet? 20 bucks. I 20 carry bucks. 20 bucks. Yeah. yeah. I have a, I, at all times, I carry a $20 bill in my wallet. And it's basically oh, no. just for, I come across something that won't take my debit card. But I pretty yeah. much never want to use it. Sure. I don't carry any around, but I also don't go out. So, but twenty dollars is the answer if you're going to be out and about. Nice. All right, v- VGC Kenny has a couple of questions here. You're given two, one of two opportunities. One is you can end the Simpsons, okay, and the wow. other is okay. Sorry, I was just seeing if there was more context to that. Okay, one. What else you need? End They're the done. Simpsons. Yeah. The other is the Simpsons runs its natural course. You do not make it longer than it's going to be by taking this option. It still goes. But you get to guest on an episode where the plot involves your character heavily. Which do you do? This seems like such a no-brainer. Unless the person writing this question doesn't like the Simpsons. So they would think having the Simpsons continue is a negative. Oh, see, I would end the Simpsons because I think it should just end. It yeah, really? Is, isn't the crutch of this question like, do you think The Simpsons currently is bad? Yeah, it is. It has been for years. So, whereas I'm in if the you don't think it's like, bad, then, yeah, you would take you would take the I want to guess on an episode option. But if you if you think it's bad, why the fuck would you keep going with it? Oh, I, I want to be on this terrible show, even though it's got like 10 years of good and 20 years of meh. I don't see the point in ending The Simpsons. Like, just don't watch it. I mean, I'm not watching The Simpsons, but I don't care that it's still going. No, you should really have to put everybody out of their job for sure. I'm going. Yeah, no. What? <laughs> you know, let the Simpsons run its natural They've had it too good for too long. Yep, exactly. Eat the rich. 
I would I wouldn't be surprised or mind if The Simpsons the longest running thing ever and people don't even remember when it began because it's been so long. It's it probably there there are definitely kids that don't remember like I mean it's been what 30 seasons, 28, something like that, some <laughs> high number. They did like some huge marathon a couple years ago of every Simpsons ever and it was just disgustingly long. <laughs> Didn't Twitch do that? No, not only was Twitch, it was Fox did it, or like FXX or something like that. And I think it, it took them like a month or two months to get through all the episodes. Sure. Hmm. I would I would want a guest oh. on it, but I don't need like a named character. I think it would just be funny if it kind of looked like me and I died immediately in some just kind of like real oh. like someone just like like bumped me and I fell into like a grinder or something. Oh, never mind. I'm way off. It's eight and a half days to watch every Simpsons episode at the time. That's not that so long. Gross. As of That's 2014, really as of 2014, it took uh, eight and a half days because there were five hundred six episodes. years ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, 552 episodes of the show uh, took 12,144 minutes to watch, which is 202 hours and 24 minutes or eight and a half days. Hmm. So I was way I'm, off of my guess. I'm in the camp that The Simpsons should have ended a long time ago, but I also have never cared the idea of having or guesting on an episode, even when it was in its prime. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I'm not like chomping at the bit to be a guest on The Simpsons for sure. I will say, though, Simpsons uh, hit and run. That's a good game. Yeah. How have they not made another one of those or remastered that game? I wonder if that one holds up. It's been a long SpongeBob time. SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom does not hold up. And it got yeah. a remaster. They should have put those efforts into the Simpsons game. It is <laughs> surprising that they haven't when you Who even uh, has the gaming like license for Simpsons right now? Is it just back in Fox's control? I don't know. Disney owns Fox, so they should give it to Lucasfilm Games. <laughs> this hot new developer that's just excited to make stuff. Okay, second question. Do you think it's fair to give someone an optimized New Game Plus file in order for them to play the game and see everything they would want to see? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, it would depend. If they weren't going to do it is, otherwise, maybe. Sure. I think it's kind of yeah. question like, sh- like it's it's like one or the other, right? Let them play through from the beginning or let uh-huh. like one playthrough or let them play through on, on New Game Plus for the first time. But I know that if they played on New Game Plus, they would get more out of it. Yeah, because it's easier. Let's let's say let's use Devil May Cry as a perfect argument. A New Game Plus of okay. Devil May Cry game means you have full health. You have like max health and max like Devil Trigger and all the weapons right off the gate, so you can sure. be prepared for that game. And like you might even get access to like more suits and stuff or air sections and whatnot, like in in Miles Morales. Hmm. So you. I mean, my answer doesn't change. If I'm going to give somebody the thing that I think they'll most have most fun with, I'm going to give them the most fun out of it. I don't see any harm in it. Yeah. I don't know. I, it seems wrong for me to do that. (laughs) It's, it's like, it's like watching a TV show and you're on like episode four and someone's like, Oh, I'll come in and join you. And it's like, what you haven't seen the first three episodes. What are you doing? No, and then they watch a five minute YouTube video. I don't. I don't like doing that. Nah, I, yeah. I'm in the camp. Yeah, I, you should. You should play it like bear. 
Now, if it's someone that would never have played the game otherwise, then yeah, let them let them play it how they want. Does your answer change Take if it's you? If someone's offering this to you, me? Uh, yeah, if it was me, it then I would probably change the answer. Yeah, because I would be like, I want to experience it my own way. But yeah, my answer changes for me as well. But also, we talk about video games on a podcast. Like, yeah. I kind of have to. I feel like we kind I, of have to know the base experience at least. I, I feel like Paul and I are both like using the lens of like someone who would like never play the game otherwise. Like if this was their only way that we knew they were going to enjoy the game. Right. Well, I think that's that's a little different. If it's like I'm going to play New Game Plus or I'm not but going that's, to play that's it, then you've now changed the binary. the point of the question though. That's what I thought too. Well, okay, right. well, I, I guess there I interpret was, the question as... So I'm just going to be straight up with you. This question had a book written with it on explanations on what the question meant and we got rid of it because it was too we can't read that much but it sounds like the crux of it is something to do with persona and how they think sean would like persona 5 if he played through it the like second time with like a bunch of shit unlocked and not if he had to go through a hundred hours of bullshit grinding was like the base part of the question like i, th- yeah, I think point, the the binary persona choice here is 40 hours would you rather play it fresh because that is just who you are? You don't want to have access to all the superpowers right off the bat, or do you want to play Uh for the first time new game plus, even though it'll, you know, it might hamper the kind of the the natural progression of the character, but you'll get access to more stuff in more areas. So, so it's kind of like a personal thing of like, do you want like a fresh experience or do you want just access to, everything the game will allow you to. Okay, so the way he's worded it, is it fair to give someone an optimized thing? It's absolutely not fair. You're putting it in, you're biasing it that it's going to be favorable. So it's just absolutely not fair. The fair way is to make them play it the way everybody else plays it and then see if they bounce off of it or not. I think it would be better if I know somebody's going to enjoy something to give them an enjoyable experience just straight out. Well, so I would disagree with that one. I think I think both is fair because like what is like I don't think you, either one is not fair. Um, as I soon as you start tipping the scales, it, it's not fair. That's like the definition of not fair. But what are you tipping the scales towards? More you're giving content? them a new game plus. You're giving them a new game plus file in order for them to see everything that they would want to see and not have to right, see the, the bonus content and stuff. Yeah. Does that does that it's, change your idea, John? Not really. No. Okay. Yeah, I would. I think for ourselves, one. we would rather just do it from the beginning, showing somebody it. I would rather do them just see the good stuff that they would like. All right. Next question comes from Green Fantastic. The Yum Brands conglomerates owns, among other restaurants, Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, and KFC. What with KFC's recent marketing strategies targeting gamers and using cheap comedians for ads, what would you suggest to Yum Brands to save Pizza Hut via pandering? Cheap comedians? Did I miss something? Uh, Probably KFC used to have a a bit where they had different comedians playing uh, Colonel Sanders, so like Norm MacDonald. Reba oh, McIntyre really? was there for some reason. That's true. Uh, the okay. Then they were they're like, also doing like, that, like um, Robocop, Colonel Sanders. They're also doing the uh, that movie with um, oh, Mario Lopez. 
Mario Lopez. Yeah. Which is weird. Recipe for seduction or something. That's the one. Yeah. What would you suggest, Yum Brands? Save Pizza Hut via pandering? Well, in the 90s, Pizza Hut was like this in their own way. They were the cool place. And I'm trying to remember why. Did they get like Ninja Turtles Turtles thing? Yeah, okay. (laughs) Yeah, literally like you could buy Ninja Turtles games and you would get coupons for Pizza Hut. Uh, They were in some of the movies, one of the movies, I think. Yeah, Uh, I think so. They had they were like one of the few places that had that buffet, the pizza buffet. I remember that as a kid. Yep. That the Pizza Hut I went to as a kid never had a pizza buffet. It did, however, have the uh like ice cream buffet where they had all the toppings laid out and you could do that. Um although the Pizza Hut I was like uh, as a went to as a kid seemed always like on its like last legs. I remember enjoying Woe magazine quite a bit, but that's yeah. the Canadian in me who watched YTV a lot, <laughs> so I wanted the YTV magazine. That means nothing to like anyone listening to this show. <clears throat> um but I would take a digital subscription to Woe magazine if that was still a thing. Um but I want it to be about uh you know early 2000 cartoons. And how they're bringing them all back. Just for me. Um, Just for you. But in actuality. Yeah. It, I think. Here's my hot take. Here's my hot take on hot pizza. Okay. No. The sit down pizza experience. Is bad. Unless you're coming back from a soccer game with your team. <laughs> okay. Who wants to go to the pizza hut. Or any sit-down pizza place, order your pizza, and wait 45 minutes. What the fuck, Pizza Hut, were you going to that took 45 minutes? Yeah, what, I'm wondering pizza, that, what, too. What, what, okay, what's your timing? What would Dude, you it takes me like 25 Ten? minutes to get a pizza from Domino's. Yeah. Ten? Pizza's d- yeah, pizza's done in like 10 minutes. What That's are you talking high. about? There's what? literally pizza places called Blaze Pizza here. That you can order and get it in the same time you would get a sub from Subway. Sure, those are different, but they're not a they're sit not. down pizza place in terms of like Pizza Hut. Ten minutes at a Pizza Hut? No way. There is no way. No, I'm I'm with uh, I'm with Paul on this one. It's like ten to if, fifteen minutes usually. I don't know what they're doing. If you, dude, at the pizza place we go to for pickup, we order it and we leave and go pick it up in like five minutes. It's not complete. I don't know, man. Unless it's like a Domino's where it's designed to be like five minutes ready to go where it's like under a heat lamp all day and you're getting like eight hour old pizza. No, it's not heat lamp pizza. I've had heat lamp pizza before. Yeah. (laughs) You would know know the difference for sure. I subscribe (laughs) that there's no such thing as bad pizza. I'm part of that group. Right. I don't know. Have you had 7-Eleven pizza? Because I tried it and man, I would almost rather have no pizza. (laughs) Wow. I I would rather have no pizza over 7-Eleven pizza, but I'm still yeah. saying that pizza probably tastes good, but I wouldn't get it. <sighs> I didn't think it tasted good, but sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure somebody likes it. They do it. So. <laughs> All, I guess my, my point is I, I don't think I need Pizza Hut to come back. Yeah, I kind of don't either. Sit down for pizza. Honestly, I'm not. I'm not doing it. I don't. I'm not going to sit. Did they down ever and really wait. go? They're still around. They're mm-hmm. just really small. When was the last time you saw a sit down pizza place? Yeah, I feel like they have like pickup ones. 
True. But I feel like Pete's sit-down pizza places are pretty rare because nobody wants yeah. to go to them unless they're yeah. a kid after their Little League game. No, you are right. People don't want to go into a sit-down pizza place. So the closest you usually get is like a Boston pizza where somebody's going to get pasta, somebody's going to get something else, and then, oh, I'll get a pizza or whatever. Right, which I almost would say Boston pizza is like not a pizza place because they serve right. everything. They're, they're, yeah, they no, might as well be like a, an Applebee's. Sure. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Also, I think it might be different depending on where you live. Like, maybe a sit-down pizza place in New York City is worth going to sit down at. <laughs> where I mean, I'm sure Calgary, there's Alberta, Canada, well, the, option, like, the other awesome. option is you fucking stand in the streets and eat your pizza. So. Yeah, See, that's, that's how I eat. On, on the subway or whatever. Yeah. On the streets for the pizza is probably where I've eaten, like, the last dozen times I've gotten pizza. Because we walk into a, like, walk-in place. We order mm-hmm. a slice. And then we're hanging out outside, either at like the on the curb or maybe they have tables set up outside. But we just want a slice of pizza to walk around with. Okay, that's how I that's how I typically have my pizza these days. Well, yeah, I don't think that's a fair comparison considering the fucking pandemic shut down the world. Like, yeah, of course. Right. You, I mean, that's I, th- how I think we have to we days. have to talk outside of pandemic terms because the whole scenario right. is I'm not ordering, I'm not sitting down anywhere for any food right now. Yada yada. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, they don't oh, need man. to save Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut had its time, and it was called the 90s. Yeah, I agree. Okay, yeah, uh, Rinku says, it's been mentioned multiple times that even the worst game can be fun with friends, but what's a game that's worse with friends or other people in general? Strategy games. Yeah. Single-player uh, single Tetris. Codes. Single player Tetris. Um, I, my answer is like any game that you're trying to like Spelunky is very fun with people unless one of those people actually wants to try to quote unquote win the game. Then it's the fucking worst time ever. Like if somebody is trying to like play the game good, every game's worse with other people. It's better to just do it yourself. Uh, visual novels would suck. I feel like that would be like reading a book with someone, which I also think sounds like a nightmare. What if you had a kid and you were doing a really cute visual novel, though? Does that change it at all? Rather than like another adult and you're uh, like, hey, bro, are you done this page? Well, I feel like in that scenario, at <laughs> well, that really point, you're matter. probably reading the, the story out yourself. Yeah, yeah it's true. just kind of it's more like we don't care. Is the kid enjoying it? Sure. Uh, but yes, because I think it's going to be a scenario like, are you done? Can I move on to the next one? OK. Are you done? Can I move on to the next one? OK. Um, and then because it's a visual novel, you know, uh, there's some weird objectification of women that pops up and you both have to kind of look at that. And, and then like, high five. Okay with, I get it. You OK with it. <laughs> all the high five. All the high fiving really makes those uh, visual misogynistic visual novels take longer for sure. Yeah, that's true. It slows it down and it's like, yo, I'm just trying to get to the next part. Please stop. High-. And now you're taking your pants off. <laughs> Please stop. high Why? No, I hate this. I hate this. He's like, I can either high five you or use my hand for other stuff, and it's like, I, I Keep guess high-fiving. high five me. I hate this. I hate this. I definitely want him to high five me before he does the other stuff with that hand. Uh huh. Yep. For sure. So, I mean, if I'm picking the order of, of what how this is going, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, what I'm trying to say is like, it's okay if me and another dude play a visual novel together as long as we don't touch. Totally. Yep. Yeah. Then it's not gay. <laughs> 
Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, hard I think platformers. Any time I play a co-op game that has a story kind of sucks because it's like, wait, do you actually want to read it? Because like I do, but I don't want to be like, can you slow down while I read this? Because you don't care. Like that. That situation is always just kind of odd. Yeah. Hard platformers are terrible with like another person because you need to just keep that like feel of the mechanics. And if you're passing the controller back and forth or something, it's yeah, it just takes longer than necessary. Okay, Rasterman asks two questions here. First one, what games would be the worst candidates to test if your console is working properly? That is those where you are not really sure failures are caused by the machine or not. Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> I think that's actually this the just, answer. This just <laughs> reminds me of um of that first Batman game where I was playing on 360 and, and the Scarecrow kept doing weird stuff to Batman and like warping the vision and whatnot. And then all of a yeah. sudden my whole screen started turning pink and whatnot. And I was like, oh, another Scarecrow thing. No, my, red, my 360 red ringed. And I just thought it was part of the game. <laughs> Eternal Darkness on the game. I was about to say Eternal Darkness. That would also be it. Sure. Yep. Yep. I don't know. Metal Gear Solid. And he's reading yeah. the stuff you've been playing on the other, uh, on your memory card. You got to plug it into the other port. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, second question. As of today, are there any plans for guest appearance for the podcast in 2021? If not, feel free to make one up fictional or not. Uh, yes, there is. Yeah. Yep. That's it. So we're not going to make anyone up. Sorry. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. <laughs> Ruined your question. Uh, Junkie GS writes in and says, would you guys ever consider doing a retroactive special game of the year list episode for previous years? Think about like certain years from like the 90s and 2000s. Could be neat. Yeah, we Paul and I have yeah. talked about this. Uh, I would not write it out. I think that would be silly and fun. Yes. Uh, second question. Was there a game genre that you grew out of over time and a game genre that you used to never think you would like but now do like? Mm. Uh, I go in and out of liking racing games. Yeah, I feel the same with that one. Oh, really? Okay. I want to say I probably like them more now than I did as a kid. Because I think as a kid, I was only playing yeah. like Mario Kart. Um, okay. Oh, you know I, what? I, I, I have the perfect answer for one I grew out of. RPGs. They take too much okay. time now. And I had I had a lot more time as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. So. I feel like out of if you look at what I'm playing, I play a lot less RPGs. I wouldn't say I like like them less though. It's just my time is it's hard to commit to those as often. Um, sure. I don't think I, feel, I played a lot of puzzle games as a kid. I feel like I grew out of uh sports games quite a bit. I played a bunch of them growing up. Um, oh, okay. I like the last one I got was NHL, I think 13. So, like, I can almost pinpoint when I stopped playing them because that's the last one I bought. 
I don't think I played a lot of puzzle games growing up because I don't think I had access to very many of them because I was typically buying kind of like, you know, your big Mario's or, or your big Final Fantasies. And uh-huh. because there wasn't until like Xbox Live Arcade, I didn't have access to like smaller games where you would find stuff like your Hexic HDs and stuff like that. Uh, so. Yeah. P-Cross is a good one. I grew into P-Cross. Kid me with didn't have the attention span for Picross. Yeah, I don't know if I would have liked it as a kid. I'm going to read this next one because Paul has to do the next one after that. Linebeck says, what was a job that kid you wanted to be? Mine was weather person because I thought they controlled the weather. <laughs> That's I think great. my very first job I wanted to be was like an astronaut. <laughs> That was like six years old. And then and then for a while, I wanted to be a, like a manga artist when I when I first got into manga, because I was already heavily into art. Uh-huh. Uh, but that that turned away pretty quick as well. I know I wanted to be a firefighter because I was mm-hmm. deathly afraid of our house burning down as That's a kid. A good reason to want to become a firefighter. Yeah, sure. I remember as a kid, uh, my dad played in like rec league hockey, and I wanted to be a hockey. I wanted to play a hockey like him because I thought it was like the same thing as playing on TV. Cool. Did you take hockey? Like, were you playing hockey as a kid? Me? No, because uh, no. I had I had this weird situation where like whenever I put on skates, my ankles always swelled up. Yeah, skates. Skates are uncomfortable. So I never. Yeah. That's a. Yeah, I never got into like uh, rollerblading or uh, ice skating that much, but I got really good at uh, running on ice to kind of hang out with people still. <laughs> and also, roller skating was fine. <laughs> that sounds so sad. <laughs> you and a bunch of buddies go down to the like frozen lake or whatever, and everyone rents skates, and you're just like, "No, nah, I'm good. I, I I got it covered." John, what are you doing? <laughs> Stop! Everyone's looking at you. Uh, I thought roller skating was super hard. Roller blading, I thought was so easy. So that's what I did. Yeah, I found roller skating way easier. Uh, whose is it now? All right, Paul. Oh no, sorry. Mine. There's um a follow up question from Linebeck. <clears throat> In your opinion, what is the ultimate condiment? And then there's a Salt. there's a next line here that I think changes the question. Oh. So we can either take it or leave it, as in the one that is the most necessary. Salt. Salt. I, I think Paul's right. Okay, I don't think that counts as a condiment. I think that counts as like a, a condiment spice. is literally anything that adds flavor to food. The actual definition well, of a condiment. I mean, you could also say like more food then. You're right, if you more use food one to marinate another one, food. it is absolutely a condiment, yes. I think it has I think it has to be like a sauce, right? Nope. A condiment is something that's used to add flavor to food. I don't know, man. I don't know if I agree with that. I think extra salt would count in this case. It it doesn't fit the standard definition because most people, when you say condiment, they think ketchup, mustard, uh, etc. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like a, like a sauce. I feel like that's the that's the answer. It's a, or that's the pool you got to pick from. That's in the chat. Salt is a okay. seasoning. A seasoning is a condiment. Like, what's so hard to understand about this? I don't, that's, okay. If you if you meant sauce, say sauce. A condiment's something that adds flavor to food. I, I don't mean anything. I didn't write the question. I no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what if he did, though? 
Yeah, that's true. He's uh, sauce. Start a fight. Okay, Most yeah, let's necessary. pick it from the sauces, just in case. Like this person might need an answer, in, and they wrote it incorrectly. Who knows? But maybe they need to know the the correct so- the ultimate sauce. I don't have an answer then. I don't even eat ketchup. I hate ketchup. I don't like sauces generally. I would. I would probably yeah. say. Yeah, if you say ketchup, you're a monster. Sauce or ketchup. Oh my god. What? <laughs> I think those are the worst answers. So much, way too much sugar. Um, I, I, I think mayonnaise is the ultimate condiment. You say too much sugar, then you fucking say mayonnaise. Mayonnaise does not have anywhere near as much sugar. Mayonnaise is disgusting. There is. I'll think. I, I think I'll put mayonnaise on any sandwich. I don't eat mayonnaise that often because it's full of fat. It definitely wins the fat category. So I don't eat it that much. But I think, yeah, that's I kind of all it is, right? It's like egg and fat. <laughs> yeah, it's a lo- it is a lot of fat, which is why if I have the choice, I'll go with like a light mayo. But again, I I don't have mayo in my fridge. I don't eat mayo that often. But any sandwich, I could probably put mayonnaise on, and I'd be cool with that. Now, do you okay. think it changes if you say the one that is the most necessary? I still think salt counts. I mean, salt does count, but we're not going with salt. We're going with sauce. Uh, most necessary sauce. Again, I don't use sauces. Like for, I'm going to say barbecue sauce because when you make a barbecue thing without the right barbecue sauce, like you're missing out. Yeah, you're really missing out. Barbecue sauce is a really broad mayo, answer too. Mayo though. can turn into like anything. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if we're going with butter can be a condiment, butter is probably more necessary then, than salt. Yeah, if butter counts, then <laughs> butter's my answer, too. Yeah. I don't think butter counts either, in my opinion, but... You can like sure. you can make a butter sauce. Yeah, it's a weird line that you have to cross for certain things, for sure. Okay, so the reason why he had to read that is because I have to read this one because I saw the answers. This is kind of a thing that you guys are going to guess on or whatever. Okay. So Dedinsky writes, I had a dumb idea for a question, so let's get straight to it. A Neo Geo AES cartridge and 12 Game Boy Micros taped together. Which is heavier and which is bigger? For purposes of the second question, this is specifically whether or not 12 Game Boy Micros could fit into a Neo Geo AES game case. The game case is not included in the weight question. Oh, if the game case is not included in the weight in the weight question, it's fucking the Game Boy Micros. Because half the weight of a Neo Geo cartridge is the damn case. Do you have one of these, John? Yeah, you want me to go grab one? It's just right behind me. If you have twelve Game Boy Micros, I would love a visual aid. Yeah, give me a minute. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Paul, what is Neo Geo AES? I've heard of Neo Geo, obviously. Have you heard of AES? Is that significantly different? Uh, it's probably another John question, so I'll just ask it again. All right, All right sorry about that. No, now this for my own. So that's the cartridge or the case. This is the cartridge. Okay, so it looks like a large VHS, kind of. It's way bigger than a VHS. Uh, let me see what I have for scale here. Here's Super Monkey Ball 2. 
So it's about the size of a GameCube. Yeah, but the thickness is, it's about, yeah, thick-wise, it's about two uh, DVD cases. But height-wise, it is about the size of of a DVD case. Okay. They're so chunky boys, and you can the, you can hear it. Uh, it's loud. It rattles. And is the case much bigger, or like how tight in, inside the case is that cartridge? Um, pretty tight. It's it's literally like a. Imagine if you hollowed out a book. It's like that. It's like a hollowed out case that you wrap around this essentially. Okay. Sure. Right. Okay. okay. Now so what now? Is, now I asked I asked Paul this. What is Neo Geo AES? Is that different than just Neo Geo? Yes. AES is um, AES is the home version, and MVS is the arcade machine version. They're about the same size. MVSs are a little bit smaller. Okay. 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 So the first question is, which is heavier, twelve Game Boy Micros taped together, or that? Assuming we're just talking about the cartridge shell and the circuit boards. I think just so, the cartridge. Yeah. Yeah. The cartridge itself is pretty damn heavy, but I would assume 12 Game Boy Micros. The Micro's pretty light. I don't know about 12 of them, though. What is your guess, Sean? See, the thing is, is like I don't know how heavy that thing is. Oh, He's saying it's yeah. pretty light. How heavy no, is it in it, relation to a VHS tape? Definitely heavier than a VHS tape. It's got two circuit boards inside of it. Okay. I'll. Uh, I'm gonna say the uh, micros are heavier. That's my guess. Okay, you're both right. Twelve Game Boy micros is heavier. So the second part of the question is, which is bigger? And this has a huge answer to it. What the hell? So let me give me a moment to read it all. What What do they mean by bigger in this case? So they said this is specifically whether or not twelve Game Boy micros could fit inside of the game case. The I want game, to say they 12 of them. And you said it's about twice the thickness. The game case, maybe? I want to, I want to say 12 probably could fit. Because I bet you could get two of these, one on top of each other. This is about the thickness of like a DVD case. Yeah, I bet you, you could you could just barely fit 12 Game Boy Micros on top of each other inside the case. For so you need to get like six, six doubles. I bet you could do it. This is okay. such a like niche question because I'm the only one who even knows yeah. what these things are. <laughs> <laughs> all right so you're both right uh neo geo aes game case the micros were well documented being 80 grams and two by four by 0.7 inches the neo geo cartridge well not as much the cartridge itself is around 650 to 680 grams so 12 times 80 is 960 grams uh is heavier however the game case is 6.75 by 8.75 by 1.5 inches a column of three game boy micros is six inches by four inches by 0.7 inches two columns per layer makes each layer six by eight by 0.7 inches two layers makes it six by four by 1.4 this is three by two by two equals 12 game boy micros fitting neatly in an aes game case all right that's that this is overkill the question apparently yeah. Well, hey, On a related note, what's your best so. non-Game Boy Micro purchase deal? <laughs> Non-Game Boy, uh, I guess an AVS or an AES in this case. <laughs> Probably my anything I bought in Japan. 
you know, I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty happy that I was able to get a Wonderswan color and some games for that. Um, what was more interesting, though, was getting my uh, Sega, my Japanese Sega Saturn. Them not taking my card, so I had to use cash. And when I asked my sister, how much cash do you have on you? Somehow between the two of us, we had down to the yen, the exact nice. amount needed. Nice. So lucky. That's that's just destiny right there, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Boko writes in and says, I'm moving this summer. It's my first time moving. What are your tips for moving cross-country? If necessary, I'm moving a thousand-ish miles and only have access to one car. Uh, Good luck packing everything in there. If you've... (laughs) You'll have to learn to what you can pack and what you could ship if you want to save yourself some grief. I don't know if you're moving for school or if you're like 100% moving because that also dictates what you need to bring. I would assume 100% just based on the... Oh, moving the summer. So, okay, I thought it was around this time. Summer could be for school then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You buy a van, sell the car. (laughs) I don't think think you should do that. That's a bad idea. We had in the Discord, someone actually wrote like a really great description about just things to like tips for like doing um long distance driving travel that is definitely yeah. worth checking out for sure um other things to think about uh that, that kind of weren't touched on the the off the top of my head would be stuff like um you can look into renting furniture so that you don't have to bring your own furniture i know that's i'm not sure if canada has that i know in the states you can definitely do it um <clears throat> And along with the, like the rental fees, they will like move things in and out of the apartment for you. That that might be a thing, especially if you're not planning to be there for very long. That could save a lot of space. Uh, I think I'm a, like. Do you think they have their own amenities there? I don't know. I assume. I, th- I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I think you get a toaster oven. And then you don't need access to an oven or a microwave. Toaster ovens are so versatile. Or a toaster, because it can do everything. Yeah, I agree with toaster oven. Those, those are toaster oven good. is such a good purchase. Love my toaster oven. Uh, just be careful how you pack things. Learn to, the best way to compress everything without actually damaging the things. Uh, <laughs> packing is the perfect time to throw out things you don't think you're ever going to need anymore. Yeah, downsize. Holy crap, yeah. downsize everything downsize. you do- need. I would definitely, like, if, when you're making stops on the road, I would bring in mm-hmm. the valuables out of the car. Like, if, like whenever I was doing yeah. stuff like uh, that. Or, have, like, or if I'm you're moving. driving with someone else, have them stay in. Always have one person to be all the times. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, that can be kind of hard, uh, you know, like, pre-pandemic, if you, like, both went into a restaurant. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like I always would bring like my computer and I basically had like a, a box of like, here's my valuables. And it was a lot of like my electronics and stuff that I would bring that into like the hotel room or whatever. Uh, did that one for sure. <clears throat> sure. Yeah. When we moved cross country, we um, <clears throat> there was four of us. So it was a lot easier to do stuff like that and be like, OK, uh, we'll go in <laughs> and we'll, we'll park in front of like the window so we can keep an eye on it or we'll. We'll just pick up something to go and then just have one person stay with the vehicles so we know for sure everything's safe. Oh, yeah. Watch out for how you distribute your weight in the car. That's another good one. 
try to even it out. Don't yeah. just during like, the summer though. The back. It wouldn't be like an issue with um with snow or anything, so you wouldn't have to worry about like weighing down the wheel wells or anything like that. Oh no, your shocks. Okay. It's not for traction. It's more so like you know wearing out your shocks. Okay, I've actually never even thought about that, so that's good to know. I would say if you don't, if you, let's say you're moving in with roommates, maybe have a way to like lock yourself up, your stuff up, because uh, you don't know these people. Uh, so mm. for the first little bit, you might you might want to have some kind of not necessarily a safe, but if you had some kind of box <laughs> with clasps that you could lock for when you're not around until you're more comfortable. Mm. That that could be something. I definitely did that um, for my first year of, of college. Is I was able to lock away some of my stuff because I didn't know this person I was sharing a room with, and yeah. I was bringing a lot of like game consoles in in there. So yeah, are you, are you people that do you, do you stop at like the lookouts and take uh take photos? No, uh, we wanted to, but my dad wasn't, so we kind of just went through everything we've barely stopped yeah i i never we really stopped we stopped that. to sleep and that was about it i have friends who they have rules they have to stop at every single one. Oh, oh that's man. too much depending on how long the drive that's, is that, that sounds like a nightmare yeah um but anyway there you go good luck that'll be a fun yeah, trip good luck. yeah good luck with the move Uh, Suku Suku writes, how can ice levels be done right? Don't give them ice physics. Yeah. That's my thing is I don't know if you can because it's like you need them to be slippery and then it's like I don't like that this is slippery. No, if you just focus on the aesthetics of ice rather than the mechanics, it's usually fine. Yeah. Um, or give the player the option to prepare themselves with <laughs> like non-slip power-ups. Like Mega Man 11 had a, you could get like spike grips so you didn't have to deal with the slipperiness of the ice. Stuff like that. Right, it did, yeah, you're I right. I like some games that do like something interesting with ice. Like in Mario Maker, there's a lot of levels that are okay, that are decent where it's just like a snow level, but then one part will have ice physics and it's just kind of like a hold down and like jump at certain times or whatever. And that feels cool. Like if you build the level around the fact that you can't move except for like with momentum a certain way sure. it can usually feel kind of yeah, yeah. neat and if it's not overdone also things that like people always just go to ice that like slipperiness like why not do something cool with like using fire to melt ice stuff or whatever in the level or like different mechanics that ice have like going from a solid to liquid and shit like that it just seems sure, lazy yeah. to only do like, oh, I can't control my character now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Well, it's like the go-to for, like, platformers, right? It's an easy thing to, like, add a yeah. bit of difficulty and change change it to be a new yeah. world. I don't know. I think, I think it's just because we're all thinking about Mario because that's such a prevalent. Yeah, example. for sure. <laughs> um, and I think of, like, I think of Rayman Legends when it would like add up like the underwater that was like one of the first times i actually enjoyed underwater platforming because you got like a really fun swimming mechanic and sure. I, I know this is not ice but it just kind of came to my head yeah a uh, follow-up question how do you feel about leaks do they diminish hype that the company will try to build later on or is any information good for the consumer to have 
Um, I don't like leaks. I kind of don't care, honestly, about leaks at all. It depends. I, I like the, I like the leaks afterwards. Like, oh yeah, they were working on this, but it got canceled. I find that stuff oh, interesting. Okay. But sure. like, yeah, like being like, okay, hey, here's like the the next three Smash Brothers characters confirmed 100. It's like, no, that sucks. Yeah, I kind of do like the hype. I think some places can get a little precious about the announcement stuff, but uh, yeah, I, I feel like leaks. They're almost kind of like a spoiler in some way and i can think of a lot of things that i would have hated if you know that spoiler got leaked to me or, or, or got out yeah. yeah i guess it depends what the leak is for sure like i don't care knowing what the new smash characters are because i don't care about that hype knowing the end of like a new mass effect game or something that sucks <laughs> like that's a bad leak right yeah, no, I kind of like the like, yeah, the the build up or like if I was going to watch a like a game awards and I knew all of the trailers that were about to be revealed then it's like, oh, that's kind of a bummer. I liked being a part of mm. you know, they're building up. What's the big what's the final? Oh, there's one extra thing. Oh, cool. Yada, yada. So I, I'm not a big fan. Final insanity writes coming back to a game after a long break from playing can be daunting not remembering the last thing you did what your next goal was remembering certain mechanics etc what's the best way you've seen a game accommodate this what should games do to accommodate this uh that hasn't already been done or not been done often um so recently uh not recently i last year i guess but time doesn't mean anything anymore I revisited because I wanted to see something in Resident Evil Revelations and every chapter has a previously on Resident Evil in that stupid game. And it's like, oh, right. I forgot that that thing happened. So it just gave me a quick recap of like the important stuff, like a TV show for that chapter I was about to jump into. Yeah, I like it when TV shows do it because they'll tell you the info that you need to remember for this next show because it could be just like a small thing yeah. that maybe you had forgotten. But it's like, oh, no, you like need to remember that this character yeah. showed up in this place. Otherwise, yeah. you might be a little confused about why they're here again or whatever. So I definitely appreciate that. I don't know if I think can think of any games that have, that really stand out where they do this. I, I consistently complain that I wish this was some, done, something done better. Especially know, for, like, the combat and whatnot. I know some Pokemon games are like, hey, here's the last story beat you did. Or they give you a journal to read yeah. of, like, what you did last time you turned on the game. Uh, and there's a bunch of games, like, let's use uh, Devil May Cry and Bayonetta's examples that are just like, yeah, just go to training mode. Just remember how to play the game. Here's a list of all your combos. Just go crazy. Stuff like that. <clears throat> Sean, I feel like there was a game somewhat recently that you were praising for doing a good job of this. And I don't remember what the hell it was now. Nothing's coming to mind. I there there's a I can think of a few games that do the journal thing, and that that is gr- great from a story standpoint. Um, <clears throat> but a lot of the time, I just need to remember basically like how does the basic combat work so I can navigate this world again. But I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. <clears throat> sure. Uh, last question comes us from Hayes. The Olympic Committee commit or comes to you. To ask for a video game replacement of the events, thanks to the pandemic. Uh, which games would you suggest for the video game Olympics? Any genres are allowed, not only sports, old school or new, speed running and competitive. Go wild. So make a video game Olympics, basically. Okay. Yeah. 
I was going to say, well, there's Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, so that's that's already got everything covered. So we're good. done. Yeah, done we're and done. done. All right. Thanks for sending questions in. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 thinking more of like kind of like tentpole, like genre-wise, like yeah. Like, you like, gotta have Tetris in there. You gotta have a yeah, puzzle I feel game. Like Tetris has gotta be in there. You gotta be able to play yeah. some single player Tetris. Yeah. Boom. Um, I think you need to have some kind of like competitive deathmatch shooter in there, whether it's a Halo or something. So it's like, yeah. we got the Canadians against the Russians playing, you know, Halo 3 or whatever it is. Yeah. Or like a Fortnite, because then you got Battle Royale, which is gonna cover more people, which covers more countries. I think they all gotta play a Battle Royale. I feel like that's mm-hmm. the, that's the ending yeah. ceremony. We're all going to play Battle Royale together. One yeah. more game. See who's the number one. <laughs> that's for the bonus star at the end. Yeah, <laughs> I guess there has to be a Mario Party, doesn't there? Like you got to play. You got to you have your Mario Party representative. And they got to play this bullshit game. <laughs> Fucking Mario Party. <laughs> yeah. I would love. Um, Oh, I know. I can't even remember the what's the what's the side scrolling fencing one? Oh, Nidhog. 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 I think Nidhog should, that would be a great one. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good answer. Now I'm just thinking about it like a bunch of like couch co op stuff like um Samurai Gun. Uh-huh. Or what was the what was the Ouya game? Towerfall. Towerfall. Tower that'd be another good one. Someone brings up Mario Maker. That's a good choice, too. You can make your own custom stages to put them through. Mm-hmm. Would that be like the um, the Olympic, like like the committee, us, would make the stages to get yeah. out to yeah. the teams? I see. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Uh, I guess you got to have, like, competitive Catherine in there, right? That kind of fits. Totally, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... This sounds fun. You gotta, yeah, you, gotta, you gotta have like a Mario in there, just a regular ass Mario. What's oh, the competitive sure. side of it? Is speed it running. just like new Super Mario? Bro- oh, the speedrun part. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. You could also just play speedrunners. No, that's well, that's a competitive multiplayer game again. But yeah, yeah. Gotta have your Street Fighters. I was gonna say, like, what do you do for like your fighting game? And like, Smash is an easy one, but I feel like you should go more traditional. You probably go Street Fighter, honestly. Street Fighter. Yeah, probably. <clears throat> I would love if they just picked like a weird ass anime one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zerg sign, Guilty Gear, something like that. <laughs> or they just picked like Dragon Ball Fighters. Everyone has to play Dragon Ball Fighters against each other. <laughs> that would be. And yet, good. and everyone watching is still doing the cell yell, and they're like, "What are you guys doing?" <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, that's going to do it for questions. If you would like to send in a question for next week, it's top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. What's your game of the week? Uh, Shantae. Uh, I'll give it to Sakuna of rice and ruin. I will give it to new super lucky's tale. Uh, if you're a, Patreon subscriber, the submission thread is live if you're part of that tier, so go submit a game for the poll that's coming up next week. If somehow you haven't listened to the Game of the Year episode that we made last week, you definitely should. So go check that out. That's it. We'll see you guys next week. See you later.
Bye.